Chaf Beis Amad Aleph on the second line, continuing uh, with the issue that we finished discussing yesterday, Itmar. If you have a person who is Kara Vishana he's familiarized himself with Psukim, Kara, Mikra, Shana, Mishnayis, but he has not literally served the Torah scholars. That's the term that's used for uh, become familiar with and uh, learn, uh, probably from a Rebbe, Gemara. Uh, we have a number of, let's see, four different, um, I guess, descriptions of what this person would be referred to as. Rebbe Lazar, we underline, This guy is an Amaretz. Practically, it means like you'd have to be suspicious that he took proper trumas and maestras. Rebbe Shmuel Bar Nachmeni, we underline Amar. Hareze Bor, that's even a lower level than uh, an Amaretz. Rebbe Yanai, who I underlined. Uh, kusi. He's the equivalent of a kuthian. Basically, you would not be able to eat bread at his house or wine. Just like a guy, you can't eat uh, uh, wine or bread at a at a gentile's house. Uh, his bread or wine. Um, basically, since he hasn't done shimush tamidacham, since he hasn't learned gemara, he's not particular on the things that the rabbanon require. Um, and why is he then known as, as somebody who learned Mishnayas? He basically did it the way Rashi says it. Uh, he wants to appear to others he's a Tamil but really he isn't. who I underlined Magush. Magush is basically a uh, magician, but a magician like the old times, uh, basically a slight of hand. The same way a magician would sort of make it appear one way, even though it wasn't, so to this guy. Amrav Nachamar Yitzchak. Mistabra, it kind of makes uh, uh, good sense. It kind of uh, is logical to say, like Ravachavar Yaakov. Damri Inshi, like the famous saying of uh, people, what's the saying? Rotten Magusha of Mayamar. Now, the word rotten is one who just kind of like repeats uh, words or incantations. In other words, it's just the saying of the word, uh, regardless if the person knows what it is even that he's saying. Sort of like a hocus. Pocus or abracadabra, rotten. So the magusha, the uh, the, the phony magician, he just uh, verbalizes. He just says out words. and he really has no idea what he's saying. So too, tani tana The guy who uh, is just saying mishnayis and hasn't learned properly meaning he hasn't learned gemara to understand the mishnayis. He just says over the mishnayis and he really has no idea what he's saying. Tana rabbanon. The gemara brings a price and out goes for about eight. Lines also, um, number of opinions as to what exactly, uh, how would you uh, delineate or define or describe an Amaretz? Ezehu Amaretz, and it's specifically for the type of person that you have to be concerned that he doesn't know how to keep things properly. Tahor and uh, Maisris, and if he touches something, you have to be concerned it might be Tame. So who, who would that be? What would be a good description of someone like that? Well, Kol person who does not, Morning and night, read Shema with its brachas. If he does, then that's not an Amaretz. But someone who doesn't is an Amaretz. Do you Rabbi Meir? We box Rabbi Meir. Uh, second opinion of five is the Chachamim. We box the Chachamim. Chachamim, Kol Shein If he does not put on Tefillin. Ben Azai, who I boxed. Aymer Kol Shein Loi Tzitzis Bibigadoi. Somebody doesn't have the ritual strings at the corners of his four-corner garment. Now, I don't think that means that you have to put on a special four-corner garment with tzitzis on it, like a talus katan. They used to have four-corner garments, and you had to have tzitzis on the corner of it. It might be a good thing. It might be highly recommended. We might all do it, uh, maybe because it's a idan derischa. 
um, nowadays. But uh, if you do have a four-corner garment, is what Manaz is talking about, and you don't put the sister strings on it, that is uh, Amaretz. Rabbi Yainasan ben Yosef, who boxed Amar Kol Banim, that would be a person who has sons, Ve'enai Megadlan Lilmaid Taira. And he doesn't raise them in any way to encourage them or to have them learn Taira. That's an Amaretz. And finally, the Achair Maimrim, I boxed Achair Maimrim, Afilu Kaira Veshaina, even a person who has. Uh, learn Psukim and learn Mishnayas for Shimesh Tamidi Chachamim. Again, it's that same, um, it's a phrase we open today's Shir with, uh, that type of character. That is a Amharetz. Uh, Karvale Shana, imagine a person who's familiarized himself with Psukim only, not even Mishnayas. Hare is a boar, that's even a lower level. And a person who low Karvale Shana hasn't learned Psukim. Has learned Mishnayis. Alava Kasuvaima regarding that type of character, the uh, verse says, um, uh, Pasuk says, Uzarati as base Yisrael, as base Yehuda, and I have uh, planted amongst the house of Israel, the house of Judah, Zera Adam, the Zera Behema. So the Zera Adam would be people who have learned, and uh, human beings, if they haven't even learned Psukim, are uh, on some level similar to a uh, Behema, Zera Behema. Uh, walking around without any direction uh, whatsoever. So Pasuk Mishlei says, Yeraz Hashem b'ni v'melech v'im shoinim al tisarev. Fear Hashem, my son, and the king. Uh, and with shoinim, don't like mix, don't get mixed in with the shoinim. Who are the shoinim? Am Rabbi Yitzhak Elusha, shoinim halachis. These are the people who... Um, Say over halachis. Um, they basically, in the halachis at that time was probably Mishnayis, they have not learned Gemara, they weren't Mishamitamitachamim, they're not really particular about the reason of the Mishnayis, they just like verbally say over the Mishnayis. Uh, don't mix with them. Well, Pshita. Like, of course that that's the case. That's what Shainim means. Shainim means just like to say over. How else would you understand Shainim if not that? Well, you might have thought it means something else. Malzatema, that the shinim is going like on the, uh, from the term like shiny, second, or we call it like, uh, do things over again, repetitive. Maybe the shinim you're not supposed to mix with are the shinim bechait, those who are repetitive sinners. And that would go along the lines of Ukhtaravhuna, When a person does an avera once, okay, it's understandable, he's got a tzahara, he should do tshuva. But kevan shavar adam avera, vishana, by squiggling around the word vishana. When a person does an Avera and then repeats it, hutraloi, it basically becomes in his eyes as though it's already like almost permissible. Kamash Malan, what we're seeing is that when the Pasuk says, don't mix in with the Shonyim, we're not talking about the Shonyim Bechet, rather we're talking about the Shonyim Halachis, period. Tana, we have a little brysa. The Tanaim are Mivali Oilam. Now, Tanaim, we always usually understand to mean like the great rabbis of the Mishnah are destroyers of the world. Now, uh, Tana, literally, like Shana, is somebody who learns Mishnayis are the destroyers of the world. So the Gemara incredulously asks, Really? They destroy the world? What did they end up to others? The destroyers of the world is the fact that they Paskin, they teach, they lead other people uh, astray. They basically don't know the reasons, and they make horrible mistakes, and that is why they are considered destroyers of the world. Tani Nami Hachi of Abraisa goes two and a half lines, brings out this point. Starts here, Amr Bishua, Vachim Evalei Oilam Hain, they're destroyers of the world. 
people who uh, are experts in Mishnah, they're the ones who cause the world to be inhabited properly. Shenemar, like the Pasuk says in Chabkuk, we're familiar with this Pasuk, Halichais, Oilam Loi, like creates a whole world. Someone who, Shena Halachais, it's it's the whole Oilam is because of his chus. The real issue in the previous Pasuk is those who paskin, who teach practical Halacha from just Mishnayas, that is a horrible problem. The third in the list we had in the list of uh, the Mishnah, at the end of Chaf Amud Aleph, the end of the Mishnah, Rabbi Yushu had said there were four who were considered the destroyers of the world. Number three was a Isha Prusha, the ascetic woman. Okay, let's deal with her now. Tanarabanan. Here's a little Raisa that uh, elaborates a bit on this. It goes for about a line and a half. Uh, it's going to list off three characters. Number one, the Besula Tzalainis. Number two, the Almana Shevavis. And number three, the Katan Shalekolo Chadashav. Okay, what are those three? So the first, Besula Tzalainis, is a praying uh, young lady virgin. Number two is an Almana Shevavis, a uh, very friendly, neighborly uh, widow. Um, and number three is a Katan, a, literally is a minor, who has, uh, who hasn't, uh, um, not completed his, his, his months. Um, they are the Mevale Oilam. They're basically uh, adulterous uh, warlocks and witches, and they um, uh, appear, they make themselves appear to be very righteous uh, so that people won't look after them and see what they're really like. Okay, um, now the Gemara will clarify a little bit uh, what each one of these is. Um, but before we do that, the Gemara asks a question, takes about 10 lines. Is, are, are these really. Uh, Problematic characters, Aini, Veha, Amar, I put a question mark in the margin, and it goes down till the uh, last word on the line is key, about 10 lines later. Are these really this list of characters? Are Mavali Oilam? Veha, Amar, Bechanan, Circle of Bechanan. Bechanan says there are uh, two examples in uh, humanity that we could learn from A, Lamanu Yiraschetmi Besula, and B, Kibul Schar Mialmana. We learn fear of sin, proper fear of sin from the uh, young uh, female virgin, and B, kibbal schar, uh, receiving of reward from the almana. And here's the examples of Yochanan kids, and these sound very positive. Uh, a, underline three words, you ask me, besula. We learn fear of uh, sin from the besula. And here's an example. Shama, he once heard Lahi Besulte, a young virgin uh, lady, probably quite attractive, Dinafla Aapa. Now, Nafla Aapa is, we have now, these days, Nafilas Apayim. It's basically it's a, a type of uh, position for prayer. It's where you fall down on, on, your, on your arm or on your face. It's what we have is like we do it during Tachanun. Uh, she was um, davening and uh, probably had no idea that Rabbi Yochanan was listening on. But this is what she said in her prayer of Akamra. This is her tefillah. Rabbeinu Shalolam, Barasagan Edu, Barasagehenim. You created those two places. Barasat Sadikemu, Barasa Rishayim. You created the righteous and the wicked. In other words, the choice that people have. This was her tefillah. Yehirat Zaynul Fanecha, Shaloyi Kashlu Bibnei Adam. She realized she was a beautiful woman, and she didn't want others to to trip up uh, because of her beauty. Okay, that sounds like a. Uh, Pretty uh, a solid character. And uh, continuing in the question, we underline three words, Kibble Scharm Almana. This is the B. Uh, Rabbi Yochanan says we can learn uh, proper uh, receiving reward from a uh, widow. What's the story? Dahi Almana. There was once a uh, widow, Dahavai 
in her little neighborhood, she had a local uh, shul, a local Beit Knesset. However, every day, she would uh, go and pray which was uh, apparently a much further walk. Amala Rabbi Yochanan saw her and said to her, Biti, uh, my young lady, uh, low base Knesset, Bishivuseich, don't you have like a local shul that you go to? Like, why are you stepping all the way out here? Amrale, she said back to him, Rebbe, like, do I not get reward for the additional uh, travel that I have to take to get to a place of prayer? And uh, that's the end of what seemed to be um, characters who are uh, quite. Uh, significance in our people that, that we would want to emulate, not that they are destroyers of the universe. So the Gemara clarifies, Ki ka'amar, when we had in the little brisa that there were, that these characters, Mavale Ailam, it's more like the story of Kagain Yuchni Basra TV. Now the Gemara does not elaborate on that story, but Rashi does. Maybe we'll see the Rashi inside. It's uh, quite a story. The first wide line in the Rashi, the first line underneath the Gemara, has Dibur Maschil, Kain Yuchni Basra TV. So it says Rashi, who was this Yuchni? Almana Machashevai says she was a widow who was a witch. Ukishem Magia Eisleidasisha, in her neighborhood when it was time for a pregnant woman to give birth, she had spells and uh, magic formulas that she would use to um, literally like keep closed her womb. Basically, uh, one of the most painful experiences a human being can have is a woman giving birth and uh, uh, this evil uh, witch would put a spell on the woman that uh, she should uh, uh, have a horrible time uh, giving birth. After the woman had gone through great amount of uh, pain and suffering, so this uh, woman would come and say, uh, would you like me to go and pray for you? Maybe, oh maybe, my prayers will be heard. And then she went, and she released her magic spell that she had put to stop the woman from giving birth. And the kid was born shortly afterwards. In other words, people thought, Wow, this is like a very holy woman. However, Palmachas, one time. She had a worker in the house that day. And she, the um, this woman, went to go uh, pull her shtick on some other woman who was giving birth. And the uh, daily uh, hired hand who was in the house heard, I don't know exactly how this was, but he heard like the, the magic spells. There was like this rattling, I don't know, glass jar up on the top shelf that he heard making noise. And the, it sounded like, sounded like uh, the way like a baby sort of rumbles around in its mother's womb. And he went and uh, opened up this uh, jar and he opened it up. And the kshafim yatsu and the uh, magic spells went flying out. And interestingly enough, that uh, child was born. And I guess he called the papers or posted online or whatever he did to let people know about that. And everyone knew that she was really a uh, witch. Okay, that's the story of Yuchni Bas Ritibi. My katan shloi kala chadasha. That was in the list. Uh, the third thing was a, a young one who has not completed his months. What's that referring to? So hakatargimu. Uh, basically, this uh, person is not mature. So over here in Bavel, they explain it that it's referring to a zetamachacham hamevayit barabaisav. He he kicks at his at his rabbis. He basically, rebels uh, against his uh, his his teachers, and he's called a. Um, 
basically since he's young and we'll say immature, that's why he's called a uh, young one who is uh, basically immature. Similar to there's a number of Gemaras that talk about Yeshu Hanoitzri in that way. Uh, Rebbe Abba Amar, a second shot. It's a Talmud, he may be very bright, but he has not yet reached the time that he should be giving psak, he should be giving uh, halachic um, decisions, and he does anyway. How do we understand the Pesach in Mishra that says, For um, great are the ones that have been killed by this person. The Atsumim and mighty are all those that uh, she has killed. So what's that referring to? Uh, colon. Kirabim chalalam hipila. That's a Talmud Chacham. He's definitely a Torah scholar, but Shalahi Gia Lahira. He hasn't yet reached the time that he should be uh, giving halachic psak umayra and does. That's a very uh, problematic situation. And the Pasuk, when it continues and says, Vatsumim kol harugeha, and mighty are all those that uh, have been killed. And I double underline till the end of the Amud, Zet Talmud Chacham, she Gia Lahira, Veena Mayra. And this would be referring to a uh, a Talmud Chacham, uh, that it's time for him to start teaching, it's time for him to start paskling, and he doesn't. Um, they basically, the atsumim is like from the term otsameinav, uh, like uh, to avert your eyes, to close your eyes, basically closes his mouth and doesn't teach and doesn't lead, uh, unfortunately doesn't, because uh, he has the ability, but doesn't. But kama, in general, uh, how long does a person have to wait till they reach that stage? They should be uh, teaching and leading. Well, it uh, seems up till uh, 40 years. Really? 40 years old, a person can't be a leader until he's 40? Now, Rabba only lived to be 40. Maybe it's Rava. Either way, and he was a great leader and teacher and paskiner of uh, the Jewish people. So the more answers, Beshavin. Now, Beshavin means that if a person is equal, certainly if he's greater than, but if he's even equal to the uh, current leadership, he should start leading as well. Uh, certainly if there's no one as uh, able as him, then he should certainly be leading. The fourth on the list of the Mishnah of things that are mevaliyelam are makois prushim, literally like uh, wounds of the, the those who separate themselves, those who are ascetics. Tanarabana, the Gemara brings a brisa. Goes for three lines and it lists off seven characters and then we'll go over each one. Shiva, there's seven characters, seven categories of Prushanheim. Number one is the Prushikmi. Number two is the Prushnakvi. Number three is the Prush Kizoi. Number four is the Prush Meduchya. Number five, the Prush Machoivasi Vesena. Oh, what do I have to do and I'll do it? Number six is the Prushmi Ahava from love, and the seven is the Prushmiira. That's the end of the today's source. The Gemara now goes over each one and will uh, at least translate and then hopefully explain what each one is referring to. So again, this is a person who is considered a destroyer of the universe. He's a parush. We often think of a parush as being a good thing, but it could also be in a negative way. A parush is one who is an ascetic. He distances himself from things. Um, as long as he's genuine, he doesn't make this list. But these guys are all phonies. Prushichmi, and then Prushichmi, uh, the term shikhmi is kind of like the term shchem, because uh, it's reminiscent of za'isa maisa shchem. They uh, circumcised themselves. It was not the shame shemai. They basically wanted to sleep with the Jewish women. Uh, so to this guy, he's doing it for himself so that people will honor him, and it's not L'Shem Shemayim. That would be uh, the Prush Shikhmi. Prush Nakfi, 
Nakfis are like to, to bang them and not if it's wrong. If he bangs his feet because he's constantly walking into things because he walks uh, in a very outwardly humble appearing way. He's always banging into things, but he's really a phony. Prush Kizoi. Uh, Kizoy is like Lahaki's dam is a bloodletting. Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak. That's a make his dam like banging into walls. He's not looking at anything. He's looking at the ground. He's so so humble, and he like ends up with I don't know a, a bloody arm or bloody head. And uh, again, he's a phony. Prush meduchia. Uh, meduchia is uh, Amar of Barshila. Uh, it's referring to the de meshafa kim meduchia. Meduchia is the old. Uh, a uh, chemist or pharmacist would have a bowl and then they'd have a um, pestle. And the pestle is like that, uh, like a, a stone sort of like stick that you use to smush up the um, the herbs or spices. Uh, the pestle of a mortar, and uh, when you put that in the bowl, it, it, it leans over significantly. So this guy's posture is always kind of like leaned over, bent over, like the uh, pestle of a mortar. Parush Machlei Vasve Asena, I underline that. Uh, the type of character says, uh, Ooh, uh, just tell me what I have to do and I'll do it. Really? That's a bad thing? Ask the Gemara. Ha, Mal Yusei. That's a great thing. A person who says, you know, tell me what to do and I'll do it. Ela da Amar. Rather, the way he says it is as follows. Machlei Vasi Su Ve'asena. What? Oh, what? else is there for me to do and I'll do it, implying that he does everything perfectly and like what else is there for him to do? Finally, number six and seven on our list was the Prushmi Ava and the Prushmi Yira. Amrulei, both Abai and Rava say to the Tana, the author of the Brisa that we had on the third, fourth, and fifth line, uh, actually you should edit that Brisa and take out the last two. Lotisni, don't include... Uh, number six and seven, the Prushmiyava and the Prushmiyira. Because those fellows might not be necessarily functioning on the highest level, but they're certainly uh, not in the category of someone who's uh, very problematic. A person should always, this shouldn't be the final goal, but as a starting point to be uh, engrossed in Torah Mitzvahs, even if it's not for the uh, the best reason, why? Because once a person becomes accustomed to it and familiar with it and hopefully matures and grows, he will come to be uh, lishma. The prushmi av and the prushmi yira, two types of av, two types of yira, ava would be that he like he loves the reward, he wants to get lots of reward in olam haba, as opposed to the intense love simply to have the relationship with his creator, which is a higher level. The yira, which is a lower level, is he's terrified of, of getting punished. What should the proper yira be? Um, it should be a yira of missing out on the opportunity of having the most um, intense and genuine relationship with Erba Nishloilam. De matmera matmera ude megalia megalia beidinaraba lispara mehani de chafu gundi. So says Dr. Yitzchak, uh, the, the hidden are hidden, like things that people can't see, people can't see, and the things that are exposed are exposed. Bottom line, beidinaraba, like the ultimate high court, Hashem's high court. Uh, can see everything and knows everything, and there, therefore Lispara will uh, exact retribution from those de Gundi who like hide under their talus. Basically, they make themselves look all uh, holy, even though they're not, and they will eventually get what's coming to them. 
Malkin to finish uh, this shear says King Yanai was a king at the end of the time of the Hashmonai period. He said to his wife, uh, he said uh, to Devise to his wife. Now Yanai Malka had a bit of a uh, problematic uh, history. He had uh, actually executed many of the Chachamim. Um, they hated him, and when he was about to die, his wife was very. Uh, afraid that the Chachamim would come and uh, take the kingship away from her and her children, give it to somebody else. However, Yanai says to his wife, don't be afraid of the Prussian. I would call that the uh, rabbinical establishment, like the proper orthodox rabbinical establishment or the equivalent at the time. Uh, and for that matter, don't be afraid of the people who are not Prussian. Uh, they love me. They think I'm great. Who should you be afraid of? The phonies, elamin hat sivunin. Sivunin means like the colored ones. In other words, they don't appear, they don't uh, uh, show their true colors. Shadaim and the Prussian, they basically, they look like they're uh, from a mansion, Rabbanon, uh, God-fearing Jews. However, what a great line. Their actual uh, actions are very much like Zimri, who was the one who was... Uh, uh, sleeping with the uh, Gentile women, and they want the schar, they publicly request the reward, like Pinchas, who was the great hero of that story. And um, that is who Yanai Malka warned his wife to be the most afraid of. In other words, the phonies. Adkan.